0: Coverage of the world's greatest motor race, the Le Mans 24 Hours. This is Haggerty Radio Le Mans. Hello, everybody, and welcome along to the weekend of the 88th running of the Le Mans 24 Hours. Haggerty Radio Le Mans on the air from Thursday and now it's a simple a a very simple equation we have three races one of them just happens to be running for 24 hours but that's not till 2.30 french time this afternoon we'll start in a few moments time with the Porsche Carrera Cup Le Mans race and then bring you the second of the road to Le Mans races joining me in our global broadcast center this morning is johnny palmer and the big news this morning is the weather forecast has got it all wrong the rain which we had been expecting has arrived but it's arrived 24 hours early and it's a damp track at le mans morning jp
1: good morning john yeah i knew it was going to be rain overnight from about 1am but I, i thought it would have stopped by now obviously not and there's a question about now as to whether there's a window in the weather system between this Porsche race and when we get going for the 24 hours but yeah the concentration right now is just over 50 Carrera Cup cars that are already on a rolling lap uh, I remember a few years ago we had 62 cars I think and that was a crazy race 50 odd is still going to be incredibly 50, busy
0: 52 by my reckoning uh, and thank you for Everyone who's helped out in getting us the information uh, for this. Impossible to access the support paddocks, uh, of course. The car has been... uh, The the track has been declared wet. Lights have to be on and there will be an extra formation lap. Although the timing at the start of the race uh, has, in fact, I think already started. Yes, it has. The end of the first formation lap. The timing, the timing will start. It was a 45-minute race, so this is going to be extraordinary. It's a, a confluence, JP, of the uh, of the Porsche Carrera Cup France and the Porsche Carrera Cup Germany, and I, 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 this is interesting because this is these are proper point-scoring rounds.
1: They are for the French round and for Porsche Porsche Deutschland, yes. And if you're watching the timing screen anywhere, then PCCF are all the French entries and PCCD as a class are all the guys from Germany. There are one or two extras as well. For instance, uh, Alessio Picariello, now in the European Le Mans series, is the sole representative of the Porsche Carrera Cup Asia. So he gets Class A as a result. There's also a driver in from the Benelux Championship, um, Belgium, Luxembourg and somewhere else where I always forget uh, Louis Hartog who qualified really well third position for Baz Kooten Racing in car 104 so he's the representative from Benelux we've also got this year's Porsche Mobile One Super Cup rookie champion Max van Splunteren uh, represented on the uh, grid along with the Starting overall champion yeah the overall champion who was actually out qualified uh, by a young frenchman flavian latour but larry ten vorder who's doing the big race a bit later on today as is van splinteren larry van uh, larry ten vorder did the uh, managed to win the super cup this year in 2020 uh, won that at monza uh, what two weekends ago He starts second. And then the big VIP entry, who's also in the European Le Mans series, to much fanfare this year, Michael Fassbender, the Irish-German Hollywood film star, and uh, he's in the VIP car, number 919. Already had a spinner down at the uh, Mulsanne corner.
0: And... I'll try and identify that. It was Stefan Girardot who was at the back of the grid. I think it was Fassbender. It is Fassbender. So Fassbender has made a mistake uh, coming out of the slowest corner on the track behind the safety car. Well, his tale of war for this year continues with accidents in the first couple of races that he's competed in in the ELMS. Not always of his making, but that one, absolutely his error the safety car lights are out and we will go racing it is Florian Latour who lead them around then in the 69, Larry Tanforda on the outside of the front row in the 125 104 is Luke Hartog for Baz Kooten Racing then Ein-Chan uh, in the number 1, Jackson Evans the Australian sensation is next up in the 5th f- uh, position in the 91 177 Leon Köhler Lauren Heinrich in the one two six, then Max van Splunkman in eighth, Adam Eteckig in the five, and the number ten then is Marvin Klein as they go across to, well, what should have been a green flag, but yes. I think that the... Safety car has stayed out. It's very difficult because it's a Porsche 911. <laughs> yes, it is. It is no, it's it still is there. is
1: Porsche safety car. Just before the 4 million people of New Zealand start kicking off on Twitter, Jackson Evans is actually from there rather than Australia. Um,
0: excuse me. <laughs> yes, Australian uh, champion, I should yes, have
1: said. Indeed. My
0: apologies. He's driving for BWT, Lechner Racing. Yes, my apologies to our, our mix, for mixing up our Antipodean uh, countries down there but he's been tipped as the next big thing. I was on On The Grid uh, this week with Tony Shebecki and Creelsea and the guys, and, and we were talking about it and I said, is he another Matt Campbell? And the answer came back from Creelsea, one word, yes.
1: Yeah. Now, from the little bits, I have managed to catch him um, not live in the flesh, sadly, driving, but uh, on TV screens around the world. Uh, yeah, a real superstar. I was going to say in the making there, but just superstar, full stop. Uh,
0: had a bit of an up and down uh, season in Porsche Super Cup which is where he's mainly playing his trade although he's doing some sports car racing as well so we are running in terms of the race Johnny, the clock has started Uh, and of course there'll be no place changes other than the drop of position by Fassbender I presume because he... or oh, has he been... Would, would he have been allowed to retake his position? No, he hasn't. Yeah. He's dropped to the back ahead of Stefan Schirrador in the 14 car. He is a VIP entry. It's not gone as smooth as I think that uh, Michael would have liked. Uh, he wants to come to race at Le Mans. That is his stated aim, JP. But uh, it, its he's found it difficult. They've gone about it. Porsche and he have gone about it in a very sensible and measured way. But he just hasn't been able to to get the laps in and, and get the laps in without incident
1: No, uh, I mean what, what I will say is that at Paul Ricard at the start of the year in the European Le Mans series he was put into the wall by an LMP3 car and that was absolutely no fault of his own when uh, a car overtook and then Indeed. braked right in front of him uh, they did manage to finish at Spa-Francorchamps and he actually started that race from pole position and kept it neat and tidy and he uh, they finished fourth, just off the podium. He and his teammate Felipe Laza, and Ricard Leeds. So that shouldn't be forgotten. The big mistake came at Ricard the following round when uh, him qualifying just took a little bit too much curve going on to the Mistral straight, and the car switched ends on him, and it was a big shunt into the tyre wall yes, on driver's left, and uh, they couldn't get the car fixed, sadly. And, and that's the annoying thing, because I think, you know, he could have been strong that weekend, but they, they just didn't have a race car by the end of it. Um... He has done some supercar, super cup races though. I remember at Barcelona he appeared on the grid, but he can only do those. He could only do those when the European Le Mans Series campaign allowed. And because we've got this yeah. bizarre season now, where everything's concertined up into the final sort of four or five months of 2020, the possibility of more clashes was always likely. Just going to put something right. Actually, I've been looking a little more carefully. Uh,
0: at what's going round, that's a Porsche Taycan that is uh, leading
1: the uh, That is leading the field. For me, it should have its lights flashing though, and it's not. And that, I think that would have been very confusing for everybody at the end of the supposed rolling lap. They thought they were going to go racing, safety car lights were out, and then it stayed in front of the field. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, car one yeah, hasn't
0: but got its rain lights on that's uh I-Chan-Kuvin. yeah that is absolutely is a take on I, I wasn't expecting i knew it was there because it's part of the safety car team and the first time we've had a full electric safety car at Le Mans and uh, that is leading the, it it looks rather splendid and actually very compact in its Porsche works color scheme and that's why i thought when I just glimpsed the back of it disappearing up towards the Dunlop curves, that it was a 9-11 a you probably will have heard over on IMSA Radio, perhaps even downloaded by now our road test of the Taycan Turbo S uh, that we did at Daytona in the early part of the year, an extraordinary machine and with well over 300 miles in range will be fine for its duties here, here whispers uh, from Porsche that a GTS Taycan is due shortly as well Waiting to see that one come through so car number 11 sorry 111 is in a bit of strife as well as the uh, undertray of that car is uh, not secured properly uh, and that is the Dominic Bastian car, the number one, triple one, sitting down in 49th position, so might see that car coming into the pit lane shortly, we wouldn't expect to see cars in the pits, JP, yep. but clearly that's been spotted by race control as we come back to the line, and I would say that the on this time with its all-wheel drive, probably would give these cars a run for its money to, to be honest, uh, with particularly on acceleration, I see it I would think with just on 39 minutes to go, that might be disappearing in the pit lane here and g- passing the control of the field over to the Paul sitting at number 69 with Larry Tanforda, so that's Latour, forder Hartog, Guven, Evans, Kohler, Heinrich van Splinteren, Techie and Klein with Dylan Pereira just outside the top 10 and 11. Over to you, JP.
1: Yeah, and Latour run by CLRT. That's actually combe racing team, yes. an outfit he started in 2019. And uh, not only is he a, he's a killer sports car driver, he's also got a really successful Porsche Carrera Cup team as well, although, of course, combe actually in the race in a Ferrari. Porsche won't be too happy about that, but at least he's going well with pole position for Lusik Racing in Hyperpole yesterday. Windscreen wipers Just, definitely backwards and forwards. The tear can's about to come in, John. Yeah, I think I think the uh, the light bar is broken, actually
0: because we've got both the driver and the observer with hands out of the window. So does that mean they're coming in? I think it does. So Fabian Latour, uh, sorry Florian Latour for CLRT. No, stayed out.
1: I think stayed it will. Out. I think
0: it will after immediately after Ford. Yeah, it's pulling yes. into the pit lane. Latour then leads to the line. Ten Vorder right alongside him, we're backing up. Got to be very, very wary at the back that you don't run into somebody with a spray thrown up across the line. And the first race of Le Mans Saturday is underway, coming through Hartog from the second row in the white Porsche gets up the inside and for a moment was scored as leader across the line as they go into the first right-left chicane up the hill. And we are racing at Le Mans, and it is is Hartog. Look, Hartog for Bas Kooten Racing who leads cracking start from the second row and position three to position one. Johnny.
1: Yes, it is, but I worry about your comment about for the moment he was scored as leader across the line. Are you allo- allowed to overtake before the start line is the next question. But Loic Hartog definitely leads on the road for Baz Racing. What happened to Florian Latour where he's dropped back to third position in the black machine, weaving from left to right is Ayanchen Guven, the Turkish driver run by Martinet by Almaraz, Spanish squad, and they head out now onto. The Mulsanne for the first time. It's all bottling up behind 69 Florian Latour, who didn't get the getaway he would have been dreaming about last night. Uh, down in third position, Hartog with the killer getaway. Larry Ten Vorder, the Porsche Super Cup champion for 2020, in second. Down the long, long, long straight, these Porsches
0: maxing out at round about 165, 170. Miles an hour here at Le Mans into the first chicane, and a couple of drivers going straight on. There's a bit of expensive portion, a couple, at least four or five, going straight on and working their way through the chicane. And there must have been there seven or eight as they came down into that first chicane, who just didn't make it at all. Break way too late in the wet conditions, and they've come through. Actually, I don't think they've lost very much to be honest, because everyone else was tippy toeing through. The chicane, it's like, uh, uh, looks like Jackson Evans and uh, sitting uh, up, he was in fifth position, I think he's dropped back yes, just yep. a little bit and it looks like a techie was going alongside a Max van Splinterham in the 993, great number for a Porsche that, uh, was having a go around the outside as well.
1: So this mixture of the German and the French championships actually headed by the guest from the Benelux part of the <laughs> championship right now. That's Luke Hartog with then the German entry Larry Ten Vorder, although he's very much Dutch. And the best of the French cars is Florian Latour from pole position. He runs in third ahead of the, his fellow championship runner, Ihatchen Gouven, uh, Leon Köhler, of the German championships got ahead of Jackson Evans, so that's the change for fifth. Jackson started fifth He slipped behind the 177 car But it is just almost three abreast through Molsand corner as they head past the old signaling pits now in this long run back to Indianapolis and Arnage I'd love to do this race Love to do this race Le Mans morning
0: getting ready get the car out first out on the track Uh, Normally doing a bit of cleanup, of course, because the road would have been open on Friday. Not so this year with the completely changed schedule. Yellow flags are at Marshall Post 20. And that is just where the cars have come down that long run. That's uh, the Mulsanne corner. And it is the bright yellow number 124 that's gone around there. Zay- GP,
1: Zayad that- Garris, yeah, uh, another one from the from the Netherlands, although entered from the German Championship, and he's going to drop down the order. I think he was in the top twenty. He was, yeah. But the bright yellow car swaps ends, kind of very similar to what Michael Fassbender did. Exactly, at a really slow corner where you've not got the aerodynamic downforce. Fa-
0: Fassbender, by the way, is up to forty eighth position in the number nine nineteen, and he's going to go up another one because there was a orange and white car moving. Very, very slowly. Uh, there, the yellow has gone as the cars come round to complete another lap. Remember, the timing for the 45 minutes started at the at the uh, breaking of the line on the second formation lap, given an extra formation lap because they haven't done any wet weather racing, of course. Siminar look right up the back of Klein there for ninth and tenth position. That's the 23rd in ninth position uh, at the moment, and that uh, is. Marvin Klein and Simenau is Jean-Baptiste Simenau for BWT but not in the usual pink colours and he was very quick indeed coming through the end of the Porsche curves across the line. Hartog 10 40 Latour the pool sitter and then Guven caller, Jackson Evans still in 6th, Iteki 7th, then Max van Splunteren. Marvin Klein and Jean-Baptiste Simonau your top ten, with Heinrich now just outside the top ten in the 1-2-6.
1: Battle is on for fourth position with Leon Kula now applying the pressure to the fourth place Turkish driver, Hayancin Guven. Jackson Evans wants to be involved in this, but the BWT Lechner racing car for the Kiwi is just a bit too distant. That's the pink and white car, livery you'll know very much from Formula One. And wants to get in that train really which also involves Florian Latour so 3rd, 4th and 5th tightly bunched Gap, then Jackson Evans and Adam Itecki for CLRT which is the same team that runs Latour uh, is in 7th position ahead of Max van Splunteren who is in the race because he won the rookie championship in Super Cup this year and he's in 8th place right now trying to find a little bit of progress Itecki's the next car he needs to overtake But Loic Hartog uh, out front after that really good getaway. Thankfully, I haven't seen any messages on the screen that he might have got away a little bit too early. He was timed as the leader as they crossed the line, but that might well have been absolutely fine. There's a touch further back. That's the 27 car going spinning, which is Jean-Baptiste Simonauer. That was the battle you were talking about, I think. Might yeah, have been Marvin Klein, the other the car. 10. Yeah, yeah they, they were battling together.
0: Heinrich right in behind them in the 120. 6 car, Laurent Heinrich, who uh, that's one of the two T3 HRT motorsport cars that were having that scrap just on the outside edge of the top 10 and more action down at the first chicane and that I think was Dylan, was that Dylan Pereira who the one, was in the gravel?
1: It was a 115 I think of Dan oh, Skokdepol, the uh, the guy from the Czech Republic for overdrive racing by Huber yeah, one 5 I think, rather than one one six. There's a change for second yeah. place. To, uh, uh, yeah, they go through the split, and it's a third, actually. So uh, Florian Latour's lost third now to Ayancin Guven. The Turkish driver getting a very good run out of the second chicane on this case, and the 69 loses another spot with Leon Kula... Right in the queue as they go very wide indeed on the approach to Molsand Corner. Well out to the left and just no grip there at all. Latour, four-wheel sliding his way out of that sharp right hander. I think he's gonna lose another place this time to Leon Kula on the run down to Indianapolis.
0: Yeah. So it was indeed the one one five good spot. But... Uh, the Super Bowl, no, that's not what it actually says on the screen, but it <laughs> kind of looks like that. Uh, one of about now 15 cars who have been through the gravel. I think we might have a safety car here. We do. The Taycan will be back out on the circuit. So yellow flags are out now. I've, I've got to say, with the cars half a track away from the start-finish line, how far do you put the, the yellow light? Oh, right, well, there's somebody else there that had... A broken wheel as well and front right suspension who was right uh, up there 59 I think it was I I yeah Maxime Maurice yeah ah well now here's interesting Uh, it isn't the Taycan that's come out this time it is one of the Porsche turbos the 911s that has come out to pick up the field there was a little bit of shoulder barging going on at the start of the race as Hartog made his way through but that was happening behind him between Tenforda and Latour. And Chan Guven is the one, or Chan as he's known to his mates, he is, and I'm not one of his mates, so I better call him Eyn Chan. He he was the one who was trying to make his way through, now up to third. A huge train of cars, Johnny, on the first lap that went through the tyre barriers uh, at the first chicane. And then we had that spin from the Gerrish, the bright uh, yellow Number 124, and let's not forget as well, we're watching Michael Fassbender who spun on the formation lap. That's how tricky it was. And he's now worked his way in the 919 VIP car up to 45th position.
1: Okay, that's good going from uh, a 52 car field. So he's getting stuck in and trying to get further up the field. There's an incident involving 23 and 27 quite early on in the lap that's now being investigated. 23 and 27 are Ma- Marvin Klein and John baptiste Simenauer. Well, that was the clash that happened at the yes. first chicane, therefore, and resulted in a spin for Simonauer. I was questioning whether Ooh. Marvin Klein was the other car involved. That's confirmed it.
0: Yeah, and, and that, I, I, I don't think that will end well then.
1: Probably because, not. Uh,
0: if, if they're looking at that, the likelihood is... <laughs> Uh, that there's a reason for it. No smoke without fire, although no. not this morning. Uh,
1: well, he no was similar rotating, proof. and I would say he wouldn't have made that mistake had he not had the contact from Klein. So uh, it looks fairly simple to, to uh, sort that case out, but we'll allow the stewards to see the incident from several angles. Uh, there was a change just before the safety car came into action for fourth position. I mentioned that probably Leon Kohler had got a better run out of Molsand Corner than Florian Latour, not been a good race so far for the frenchman for clrt he started from pole and it was a good time in qualifying yesterday but he's down in fifth now and with a certain jackson evans nibbling at his rear bumper when we get going again so back
0: under full course caution safety car out should i say it? as the stricken number 115 the rossignol sportswear brand sponsored and supported black and white car I suspect that that car, Johnny, that one-two, this is the one-two-four we're talking about that's caused the uh, deployment of the safety car. I suspect that he was trying to steer away from the other accident that was happening there with the 59 and just dropped into the gravel. There is some damage to the undertree at the front of that car uh, and didn't get too much further down the track than where he dropped into the gravel uh, as. You might imagine the two back wheels were in there, yeah. but the, certainly that uh, the 59 car that you mentioned earlier on had right front steering or suspension.
1: No, yeah, damage. I agree. Yeah, because his front right wheel was wiggling away all over the place, wasn't it? And uh, I felt for that car that as it was trying Morris, to, yeah. yeah, trying to weave its way through the tire stacks at the first chicane. Dan Scott to Paul who's ended up in the gravel. The 17-year-old from Prague in oh. the Czech Republic, but uh, he's straight out of karting. He's done. Yeah, uh, 3 seasons in the CI CIK FIA karting championship well, and Rally X Nordic last year but this might be this might be his first ever car race you know. I'm not sure well, whether
0: he's going to be disappointed because if he's done rally rallycross uh, in Skanderwager yeah. um, then this is right up his street <laughs> unfortunately he can, he, he can't, you can't get the Porsches back out of the gravel again so you know he, he was doing the joker lap there wasn't he really but uh, just didn't come up f- off for him the safety car in at the end of this lap JP
1: yeah so uh, what he has done is bunched the field up not that it needed much of that to be honest but there were a little bit a few gaps uh, breaking out in the top 10 Loic Hartog got an amazing getaway and and I've now had a chance to witness the start again I think he might be all right because he wasn't ahead at the start line he timed that run past the two front row starters perfectly round the outside of Dunlop curve effectively which gave him the inside line then for the Dunlop chicane at the top of the hill so Louis Hartog ...of the Netherlands and run by Baz Kooten Racing, leads in car 104. But Larry Ten Vorder, the Porsche Super Cup champion for this season, is sitting there in second. And Hayen Guven from Turkey, run by, Martin and by uh, Martinet by Almaras, is the best of the French championship cars running in third place. Leon Kola got ahead of Florian Latour just before the safety car intervention... Jackson Evans hadn't been able to make uh, many inroads into the top five. This is his chance, I would say, from sixth in the 91 car. Adam Ateki keeping things nice and neat and tidy with Max van Splunteren just behind in the Porsche Super Cup entered car number 993.
0: Yeah, Martin F by Almeras. Well, Almeras, of course, what a great Le Mans history that team has got. The Almeras brothers entered cars here. Long before you were born, Johnny. No. Um, It's not raining, though. Um, And, yeah, I I remember those cars, uh, happy memories of those cars many years ago. We've been having a lot of Le Mans memories at this weekend with uh, voices who have graced the airwaves of various versions of Radio Le Mans down through the years. It's been a lot of fun talking through some of those memories and Andrew Marriott was on top form again as we look back 25 years to 1995 and conditions way worse than this, this would have been looking good back in 1995 when JJ Leto took chunks of time out of the field and drove the Reno Clinic number 59 car to the front of the field and then as it dried out the World Sports car started coming back at them what a great run and a great race that was We've got 23 minutes still to go. The safety car due in at the end of this lap. It's Porsche Carrera Cup Le Mans, as it's called. But point scoring round for Deutschland and France Carrera Cup uh, events or series this year. And it is the man who started in third, Luke Hertog from Bas Racing, from the Netherlands, of course waving left and right, right, trying to get heat into the Michelin wet weather tyres, if you're just joining us, guess what, it's wet at Le Mans and it's it was very wet when we started, it's now just gone to that horrible, greasy shine on the top of the circuit and remember, much of Le Mans still is public road, of just coming onto the permanent circuit at the start of the Porsche curves as Larry Tanforda right in his wheel tracks and This is the first wet running we've had this weekend with a 15-minute warm-up for the Le Mans 24 cars to come this morning. Then the uh, uh, Road to Le Mans race and Johnny and Bruce did a cracking job yesterday with no way of seeing anything out on the circuit because there was no TV pictures. Thoroughly enjoyed that, JP. Well done to you and Bruce. And the second race for the road to Le Mans coming up later on this morning. Then we'll have Paul Trusswell as he goes through the grid much of which set by Hyperpole this year for the first time. Then our countdown to green and the green flag remember is at 2.30 Central European time on the half hour which means our hourly updates will come on the hour if you're waiting to hear that evocative music in the 24 hours of Le Mans. Hartog brings them back to the line, big slide out of the final part of the Ford chicane, but 10 forward wasn't close enough to take advantage of that, Johnny, and it's actually ended up being a decent restart by the Dutchman.
1: Yeah, it has, hasn't it? The side side-by-side further back as well, and the green and white car on the inside, I think, is just about to lose out to Max van and so that was Marvin Klein losing another position as way out wide... Was that Larry Tamvorder making a mistake into the Dunlop S's at the top of the hill? I think he misjudged his breaking point and had to straight line the chicane. He hasn't gained any spots as a result of that. Would have been in trouble if he had. Leon Kohler in 177, fourth place with a good getaway as well. Now, Max van Splunteren having uh, made a move in the 993 is immediately under pressure by the number five car of Adam Etecki. So he's charging hard as well. And then around the outside, van Splunteren... And- another good overtake there so Van Splinteren uh, loving the fact that this race has had to have a safety car uh, intervention and immediately starting to gain one or two places. That's a very confusing car, Max van Splunter, and it's black on one side and white on the other, as, Le- as Leon Kohler gets a very good run on Hanchen Guven, and for the race lead, the two Dutchmen are going to be absolutely side by side. This is a run into the second chicane, and I think Larry Ten Vorder, no, not quite. First chicane, I beg your pardon, had it been the second chicane, Ten Vorder would have been able to take the lead, but he was caught on the wrong side, so that means Hartog retains it.
0: That was lovely driving by both Of those drivers, the black and red Porsche then leads, the 104. And they're breaking away those two from Köhler in third place. Here comes Ancan Guven, the Turkish driver, having a look to one side, then the other. Now it's side by side again, bit of side draft. They'll be slowing each other down, doing that. Latour trying to pull back through as well in the darker coloured car in fifth position. Green flags at the second chicane. So as they come through, oh, super run through by Kohler, but then he goes wide, took a little bit too much pace into the first part of the second chicane, if that makes any sense. And there was a spin behind for the number 114. That was at the first chicane, at Johnny Palmer, and that means that uh, the 114 has dropped way back down for uh, Yuva Hunkavori. In that uh, Deutschland, Porsche Carrera Cup Deutschland car.
1: Yeah, run by MRS GT Racing, our friends actually from yes. the Preventic Championship as well. There's a little bit of crossover between that championship and this race, which is nice to see. So, uh, Lueck Hartog under pressure several times down the Molsand Strait, but amazingly, he still leads and by about three car lengths now from Laurie Ten Vorder, who is in turn under pressure from Leon Kohler now for second place as more and more cars stream down the run into Mulsanne, so this is a little bit further back, a gaggle led by Car85, which is uh, tugdual Rabro from France, another uh, entry from CLRT. Hartog, Vorder Köhler, and Guven. Köhler doing the karting line
0: round the outside. Another spinner. Uh, by the way, Yugo Hunkavori started in 20th position, so he's lost quite a, a lot of positions now, Drop. Where to the back of the field and the bright pink car there was the 22 so that was the steve brooks uh, steve brooks car now he's in the big race as well yeah uh that's not his real name that's his nom do cause and a couple of cars off as well at indianapolis one going through the gravel there that I didn't see the number of, and was that the 116 that went round as well? JP, your eyes are younger than mine.
1: Uh, could well have been. I only caught a glimpse of that to be honest, because there's plenty changing in the top 10, including not a good lap for Leon Cooler because he started oh. third, he's now down to sixth because getting ahead of him. I mentioned Guvin was already there actually, but Jackson Evans, I had a feeling he would apply the pressure early on, as again, it's on for the race lead. Larry Tenvorder, two wheels on the grass there. Has he managed to turn the car through the corner? Yes, just about. Track limits questionable there on the exit of the very fast chicane, just the other side of the Porsche curves, and they reach the Ford chicane. But Larry Tenvorder, it's been a championship-winning season in the Super Cup for the Dutchman, and he is challenging his compatriot, Luke Hartog, racing in the Benelux Championship this year. Amazingly, this is the first round Of the German Championship uh, and the second round of the French Championship, they've already been to manicure this season. Thomas Fretta now in the gravel, I'm afraid to say, for YDEO competition. And Fassbender continues his move up the field, up to 40. Oh, he's just about to sit 40
0: seconds, but he's just been passed by the 124 car, which is also recovering as well. So Fassbender. Beat, just beaten to 42nd position by Gerrish there, but at the front of the field, Hartog, Tenforde, Guven. Now, what do we think in terms of laps? Here, we've got just on. There's my timing screen. 15 minutes to go. So let's see what the uh, computer tells me in terms of uh, what it's expecting. Well, I reckon that's probably three more laps, JP, from mm-hmm. here. Depends when they cross the line, though. If yes, I'm very honest.
1: Yeah, maybe a little bit touch and go. There are also still yellow flags out on track as well, and I wonder whether the incident that happened behind the leaders at the first chicane's been cleared up. Well, I hope it is because they're already starting to overtake the leaders. Ten Vorder again caught on oh. the wrong side. How late was he breaking there? It was tippy toe stuff in the wet line. And he gets a good run off the chicane this time. They're side by side. So it's the Super Cup champion on driver's left. Loic Hartog from the Benelux Championship on the right. And now this time, Hartog will be on the wrong line on the run to the second chicane. They're into the yellow flags though, aren't they? Because they've all of a a sudden checked up.
0: Yeah, they're into a yellow flag zone. Oh, can everybody stop? Oh my goodness, this is going to be huge if people aren't watching and they aren't watching. Terrible driving behind. And there's cars grazing the armcourt. Now, what was that? That was 14.50. In fact, it just got removed there. Oh dear, there's going to be a bit of argument about that because there were some cars came through and I think the yellow flags might have just been removed at the right time for those guys. They might get away from it, away with it. Spin at the second chicane as well. Van I think that was a techie. It was it Van Splunteren, was it? Yeah. Was that the 993? It was. Good, good eyes, JP. Everybody checking up at the front. The 993 of Van Splunteren was down on the grass, but then behind him, at least a couple of other cars. It, oh, and hit a marshal. Hit a marshal who was hanging a board out over the left-hand side of the track. That's how close that Porsche was to the armcourt, it was running along the armcourt and ripped the board out of the marshal's hand, who was hanging the board out over driver's left on that middle part of the Mulsanne Strait, the Linduat and Adier. Very nearly a huge, huge incident in Porsche Carrera a couple of months.
1: Yeah, really don't want to see that. And that was the classic sort of motorway accident when those behind couldn't maybe see the flags, couldn't see the boards because it was just full of cars, but you need to be cautious nevertheless and the leaders were side by side, they realised they were in yellow flags and started to back out of it. Anyway, uh, there has been the lead change, Larry Ten Vorder now in front, Ianchin Guvin second and Loic Hartog, who was leading into the yellow flag zone, uh, down to third. There was contact as well between Hartog and Leon Kohler running into yeah. Arnage there. Kohler uh, virtually getting the car stopped in the middle of the corner and uh, Hartog, I think, will get the better run to overtake the 177 once more. There's going to be arguments after this, JP. I'll
0: tell you that now. There's going to be arguments. Hartog will be absolutely on the limit there. Not his car, him. As at the back of the field, uh, we still have people who are picking themselves up with damage, I think, from that incident. Hartog trying to have a look at Guven. That's the battle for second. He goes wide again. I think he shot his front tires, if I'm honest. I think Hartog's got some problems getting that Porsche turned in. I wonder if he's got a little bit of damage on there as well. He's been going wider and wider and wider, and now has dropped back behind the battle for second, which is Guvon and Hartog, uh, Guvon and Köhler, excuse me. And behind him, he's got Klein in the green and white Porsche behind that. It's Jackson Evans in the PWT pink car. Uh, yeah, and Hartog's got a problem. He's dro- He's got no pace whatsoever. This is the man who's led half of this race, JP, and he's dropped. Uh, albeit assisted by actually doing the right thing and slowing down for the yellows, that cost him one place, but he's dropped at least another five since then.
1: Yes, he has. Yeah, down into sixth place now because Evans has got ahead of him as they went their they way through the Ford Chicane. So it's a real shame because that car clearly had speed and he was managing to fend off Larry Ten Vorder. Uh, Ten Vorder had got the inside line on the run between the two chicanes of the Mulsanne Straits. I think he was going to lose the lead anyway, but that yellow flag has really changed the complexion of this race, and there are big question marks to be asked afterwards as to who was obeying the yellow flags and who were being a bit naughty. Klein, Evans... And Hartog, who may have a chance to get underneath Jackson Evans. Oh, this contact, and Evans is going to spin as a result. That's the Forest S's, and the pink car is in the gravel. Rear wheels first, and race over, I would say, for the young Kiwi. Could be race
0: over for everybody. That'll bring out the safety car unless he can pull it out of the damn gravel. That was sheer frustration there. That's all that was, JP.
1: Yeah, he got a really good run, actually, through the the, the sweepers just before the S is proper, um, but there just wasn't the grip for the speed he was carrying through. And he had the inside line. The door was left open by Jackson Evans, but then just didn't have the grip once he got to the apex, and the car Correct. slid from one side of the track into the other, and it was uh, it was pinball stuff, because Evans was caught on the outside and nerfed into that spin. That will be investigated, I'm sure. The oh, yellow flag's coming in.
0: Hartog's going to get the... Um uh, going to get a, a ping for that. And yeah. now he's gone straight on he has. at the first chicane. I, I do think he's got front issues on that car. It's not going. Safety car's out. That's it. I don't think we'll get another lap. Unless they can get that cleared up very, very quickly indeed. They can be moving to it now because it's at the early part of the lap. Uh, and the safety car will come out. Pick them up. It'll take...
1: Could it uh, pick, no, will it pick them think up at Mulsanne Maybe. I'm not sure whether uh, they... I
0: think there's only one safety car for yeah. this, Johnny. Okay. And that's at the start-finish line. But, yeah, I like your thinking. I, I love your thinking, <laughs> in fact. Uh, and all kinds of accident and incident as well. And that was the... I think that was Latour. It was. Fabian Latour, who started on the front row. Yeah. And he's gone round at the first chicane as well. The spinner was, was Rudy, that
1: Rudy Van Buren. Uh, in one five seven, but you're right, sixty nine. The black sixty nine car of Flavien Latour was definitely involved in that incident as well. So he's way down as a result. Now the Manitou is on scene to recover Jackson Evans from the gravel at the S's, and I, yeah, I, not I, Jackson's fault. That not, not at, at all. all. But
0: you, you called it spot on, mate. As Hartog came in, he, he was three quarters of the way down the inside and in normal circumstances I think he would have made that, the front started to go Mm -hmm. yeah, then the front started to go and then the back just came around and it was back right contact uh, from Hartog up the inside, he was getting a bit sideways couldn't hold it, just didn't have the grip Uh, and understandably that is under investigation as you uh, might realise, now the safety car boards are out, I wonder if the safety car can clear off because that car of Jackson Evans is nearly gone. We might be able to go back to green without the safety car even having picked these guys up with a little bit of clever race control. There's all kinds of excitement down in the Nebulous Racing by Huber pit area. They're sharing someone's pit box on the wall there for the number 125 team because they think that this is over if the safety car picks this team up. And I think they'd be right Johnny but will the safety car stay there because I think I think that car is now out of the way
1: well safety car
0: getting that sorry Johnny no no ten Ford is speeding up I reckon Mm -hmm. because he wants to get to the safety car as quickly as possible so that safety car does have to catch him up he was driving very very slowly and now he's speeded up because he wants to get to the safety car before the incident is clear there are slick tires out on the on the uh, apron as well but I don't think anybody's going to risk coming in and giving up a position even though the track is driving. Sorry, JP, this is going to be all down to how quickly 10.40 gets back to the back of the Porsche turbo safety car, and it is a 911 this time around. Yeah, he's picked his pace up, hasn't he?
1: Yes, he has, and I I just wonder, regulations-wise, once you've announced the safety car's got to be on track with the boards, I suppose it's got to be there at the end of this lap. We've got seven minutes left on the clock, uh, but, yeah, the need for the safety car is sort of redundant now, because Jackson Evans' car if not fully cleared, is being craned over the gravel and to a safe location. We're not gonna be in a position where we can start racing on this particular lap. So now it's a question of how quick the can, or whichever car is being used, can motor around the the eight and a half, the 911, motor around the eight and a half mile circuit to try and get back before those seven minutes are up. It's gonna be tight, this. Believe it or not, on my timing screen, I've got Jackson Evans has resumed.
0: So I wonder if he's persuaded them to just drop the car down and he's driven it away. But that's it. It's going to be over, JP. They're behind the safety car now and they've spread out massively. Brilliant work by the Nebulous Racing by Huber team to get on the phone to Larry Tenford and say, What are you doing? You're driving way too slow. Get your foot down and get to the line because if he had taken it easy and took another minute and a half two minutes i wonder if the safety car boards just might have disappeared in a green flag at the start finish line as it is he's rather forced the hand of race control
1: yeah well they, they're, still race, just, they're still going at they're still going at racing speed here and there is no safety car physically out on track i know the boards are out ah it's it's some, now appeared so it's, it's yeah. heading into the first uk now but if they if carried around at that sort of speed with the safety car so no overtaking, I think we could have squeezed an extra lap out of ja- this.
0: And, and Jackson Evans is, is rolling. Right. Jackson Evans is rolling. I've just seen a split time for him, JP. So Jackson Evans is rolling. Oh,
1: second oh, place people. car or third place car, I think that was going a touch wide. You, could still drop Cuban, it. It? you can still drop it on a safety car lap, you know, and oh, not yeah, get well. a finish.
0: Mr. Fassbender, Fassbender.
1: Yes, Stand it was, it was Goovin. It. it was Goovin going a bit too yeah, hot into the it first chicane.
0: Yeah. There is a slightly lighter grate now Safety on the track, car. isn't there?
1: Safety car in this lap is the message from race control. Now, that could mean they're allowing them to race to the line. It could mean we might have about 10 seconds left on the clock to allow an additional racing lap. Oh. This is going to be tight, John. I really think yeah. so.
0: It's a really compressed schedule. I can't imagine they'll give them another four and a half, five minutes of racing, because that's what the lap times are. 4.36 is the best time for Larry Tanvorda at the head of the field. They're only at the second chicane now. Safety car driver uh, can speed up. Now the question will be to me, how soon does he clear off and put the lights out? Disappointed we haven't seen more of the tear cab but I think they were having a trouble with their light bar, given the hand signals that they were given on the top, which is the, the irony uh, not lost on me, that, that you have a full electric car where the uh, uh, light bar on the top uh, wasn't working properly. Uh, properly. <laughs> um, a number of people, I think that was a techie and Heinrich, sitting back down looking for damper spots for their Michelin wet tyres and sitting out on the unused part of the track. Now down to Mulsanne Corner. Just over three and a half minutes to go. This is going to be very tight, JP, and will depend on what race control are being told by the organizers. I'm sure they'd like to have one more racing lap. I'm sure Larry Ted Vauder wouldn't, but Cola, uh, Guven, Klein, Hartog, Eteki, Heinrich, Pereira, Simonauer, back in the top 10 at nine, and uh, Andrea Piccarello as well, the number 991 car. Where's he come from? Because he qualified. We're down from memory in that 991.
1: Picariello, yeah, he was uh, 15th or so, I think. So he's yeah. he's uh, done a decent job, but he's a bit of a superstar. Uh, done a lot of Alessio racing. Unless Picariello. Yeah, yeah, from Belgium, but done a lot of racing in Asia, in fact. I think possibly Super GT as well uh, in the GT3 part of that, GT300. And he's now in the European Le Mans series and clearly a guy with immense talent, Picariello, having uh, bagged himself a pole position already this season.
0: Our London producer, obviously, Kerry, very interested in how Michael Festbender is doing. At uh, 41
1: at the moment, the fit, the 41st position for the 9-19. Nine, we're 19. G- we're going for a restart a here, in John, because t- Larry Tenvauder's backing them all up, or is he deliberately trying to get the clock to run down? Of course, he down. Is. <laughs> of course he's, That's exactly what he's doing, mate. This reminds me of, of Le Mans of old.
0: They've just come out of... The Porsche branded Arnage corner,
1: but he's got two minutes. He's got, he's got two minutes to waste here, and they're already between Arnage and Porsche curves. So he's going to have to be at there walking go. speed <laughs> to make sure the times elapsed before he gets back to the finish line. He's gone. Larry Temvorder has made the move at the uh, this the restart here. And already has two car lengths on Leon Kohler, who was caught napping a little bit there. He had no chance, really, of knowing when Larry Tanvorda was going to get going. I suppose Larry Tanvorda, with all that experience of restarts as well in the Super Cup, but the others will be, will be knowledgeable of this format. And Hyachin Gouven, having made a slight error on this safety car lap at the first chicane, has got away sweetly in that third position with Marvin Klein in tow, the two teammates from Martinet uh, by Almaraz.
0: 124, 23, 22, 21, 120 to go. And he's just the leader now, just coming to the Ford chicane. So 10 Vorder will have another 8.56 miles to defend his lead in the race. Comes, bounces across the kerb and Kola goes even higher and bounces the front Michelin's way off the ground. He's going to be under some pressure as Guven is right there. Klein next up in the similar coloured green and white portion. Then Hartnogateki, Heinrich, Pereira, Simonar, and Piccarello for the top 10 with Wagner, Conright, Hansis, Botanelli, Latour, who started right at the front. Now, all the way down to 15th, he'll be steaming.
1: Jean-Baptiste Simonar makes the classic mistake at the top of the hill at the Dunlop Chicane and straight line, straight line the first bit there. And I think struggling for grip on the run through the S's as well, the other side of the bridge, as the rest of them feed their way through. The safety cars obviously bunched an awful lot of the cars up, including for, really, second, third and fourth, between Leon Köhler of the Deutschland championship and the two French championship runners are the teammates, Ajanchen Gouven and Marvin Klein, behind. So that's the reason why they run very similar paint schemes. Uh, Heinrich, uh, well over to the right, being challenged for uh, the fifth position, for the seventh position, rather, by car 102, which is Dylan Pereira for Fork Racing. And Luke Hartog definitely carrying some damage. That front splitter's not sitting straight on the car for me either. The red and yeah. black car, it's down on the front left corner. And that would be oh. what was causing him to move around, GP. yes. yes. Off for the... Was Guven. That Klein, it oh, was Goosen with again. Klein behind, but Klein wasn't close enough to. Well, actually, Goosen got a better run through the chicane because he was nowhere near the track limits. Cut the corner effectively.
0: You and I have seen down through the years many Carrera Cup races in the UK, and for me, the Porsche Carrera Cup USA. You lose even that little rubber strip underneath the front air down there and it's it's almost game over to be honest now or never final lap into the second chicane on the Mulsanne Street the gap is eight tenths of a second Larry Tenforder leads it Caller, Guven, Klein all trying to make up ground then a huge battle going on a bit further down side by side action the number five that's the Atechi car and Dylan, Dylan Pereira goes round he went off the track there in the orange and blue car but look at this down the inside Seminar having a look made it three wide for a moment and through goes Klein on his teammate Guven as well some people realising now that they've only got about four miles to go it's still still three three wide isn't it it? (laughs)
1: Yeah, incredible Dylan Pereira now at the inside of Adam Iteki can't make it work though Iteki breaks later but can he make Mulsanne corner as a result of that yeah gets good drive off it actually in the black number five car and Dylan Pereira in 102 the Luxembourgish driver not able to draw level meantime challenge is on for the race lead I thought Larry Vorder has done enough at the restart, but here comes Leon Kohler benefiting from the slipstream round the outside. Did he drop all four wheels off the track there? Question marks. But, oh, he has to back out of it on the run into the right-hand kink just before Indianapolis. But 125 and 177 totally together with, what, about 2.5 miles to go. I think there was a little mistake
0: by Vorder coming out of the Mulsanne. They're side-by-side off in the background. That was Dylan Pereira who's in the gravel at uh, Indianapolis as the leaders are side-by-side side again and again the second place of Kula. The yellow car has to drop back in. Time has elapsed. Checkered flag is there. The two teammates, Guven from Klein, Guven's got back in the third position. Then it's Hartog, Heinrich and Tecchi it's at the eighth now from Simonao. And Ten Vorder has grabbed himself back together, taking a deep breath, and is into the Porsche curves for the final time with Hartog tracking him. Goes wide, goes too wide, gets the two left Michelin's onto the blue paint, and that's it. Surely now Ten Voda has done enough as he comes through the Porsche curves. It's drying up. The cars are moving around on these Michelin. Wet
1: weather tyres, but goodness me, Ten Vorder made that harder than he needed to. He did. It got really close towards the end, but uh, eventually uh, Leon Köhler has made a very slight error in his T3 HRT Motorsport car, and the 177s lost too much ground and will miss out on this key victory. Uh, because this race only happens every three years, and Larry Ten Vauder, having taken the Porsche Super Cup Championship in 2020, looks like he's going to back that up with a victory uh, as the support race for the 88th running of the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Larry Brilliant Ten does take the victory from Leon Kohler. Iancin Guven managed to fend off Marvin Klein, who actually lost a place there, to Luke Hartog at the run to the line. Hartog... Into fourth to finish as the best of the Belgian entries, but there was only one, let's face it. But the uh, <laughs> French Championship winner, it, uh, remember because it's a combination of Deutschland and French Championship for the Carrera Cup, Iachen Gouven will get maximum points as the uh, highest-placed finisher from the French French edition, ahead of Marvin Klein in fifth. Uh, Lauren Heinrich finishing in sixth place, ahead of uh, Adam Iteki. Jean-Baptiste Simonau, you were right. That's a great spot regarding Dylan Pereira. He ended up in the gravel at Indianapolis, so was tumbling down the order. Alessio Picariello, an eventful race, mainly involving him going forwards in the Team Carrera Cup Asia car. Finishes ninth overall ahead of Conright in tenth. Wowzers. Well, wow, that was interesting.
0: Max van Splunteren, by the way, he ends up down in 19th position. Our Paul Sitter down in 13th position for Florian Latour in the CLRT Porsche he'll not be happy and we've been following Michael Fassbender because uh, uh, Porsche are putting a lot of money and effort time and PR into him of course they are Um, he's not quite reached Patrick Dempsey levels of uh, driver ability Yet um, I'm not going to make a comment on his acting skills against Patrick, uh, but we're judging him as a driver here. 38th position after completely nosing it up on the uh, outlap and spinning before we even got the uh, got the race underway, but fought back well and therefore has made up what he's made. I reckon he's made up 12 positions there, 11 positions, uh, even in the short bits of racing between the safety cars at the back of the field. Uh, and finishes uh, in that 9.19 car uh, in 48th position with the best position, 30th position rather, best time of 4.48, 4.24 on a drying track. That was his last lap. Fantastic stuff for him as he, he'll he have enjoyed that. he would be disappointed with himself. But that is all part of his personal road to Le Mans. And I'm sure we'll see more and hear more. And you've got him in the uh, ELMS uh, for the rest of the season as well, GP, haven't you? Yeah,
1: yeah indeed. And joined by Ricard Leitz and Felipe Fernandez Laza. So the rest of his team, well, the team combination as a whole uh, looks really good. And I say that they've already finished fourth in the round at Spa Francochamp. Uh, when was that? Early part of August. It's just, um, well, we're not going back to Paul Ricard again, which uh, will have bad memories, sadly, for Michael know. Fassbender. As far as we know, that's true. We're due to be going to Monza and to Portimao, but uh, Ricard does seem to be the backup if we're not able to go to other parts of Europe. Um, but certainly Michael Fassbender will be hoping we don't go to Lucas because his luck there has not been great. Uh, but at Spa, it was very good, and I'm, just, I'm sure he'll like to tick off Monza, purely for its history, to be able to race there. So
0: a wet start to Le Mans morning and the 45 minutes actually started at the second of the uh, the second of the formation laps. Not sure why we're hearing the music uh, in the background here but we'll get rid of that rather quickly. Thank you Kerry. Started at the Commencement of the second of the formation laps, as you might imagine, one or two people had issues because they had not had any uh, wet weather running. Very scary incident uh, in the middle of the race when Max van Spluntren went down driver's right and still didn't quite identify who was down driver's left there, but ripped one of the boards and the flags out of a marshal's hand there, and that could have been very nasty indeed. Hope the marshal is okay, I suspect. That there'll be a post-race penalty when uh, Jackson Evans was rather nerfed out of the way by uh, what was by then a quite frustrated uh, front or uh, third-place starter and long-time leader Luke Hartog, uh, who, uh, in fact, he's been taken out of my he's been taken out of my results, JP. Luke Hartog.
1: That's interesting. Yes, yes. Uh, had got ahead of Marvin Klein on the run Correct. to the line, but uh, is Correct. no longer there in fourth position.
0: So, presumably, uh, he has been given a time penalty. He's yes, down he in has. 29th. Been Pushed down to twenty ninth. Yeah. So he was given then. He was given a thirty second penalty by the look of it, or something similar. Certainly twenty five, thirty second penalty. Right. Okay. Uh, JP, that was a bit of an excitement to get us going. Are you ready for the rest of the day?
1: <laughs> Just a little bit. Well, if that's a taster as to what we've got to come, then certainly um, I think that race, as far from an entertainment point of view, was helped by the greasy surface and the fact that the track was drying as well. So towards the end, uh, nobody was really on the ideal tyres but couldn't afford the time to come in and switch to slicks. And uh, yeah, a lot of Porsche Carrera Cup races can resort into a bit of processional running, but not a hint of that here at Le Mans. Helped by the long straight and the fact that these cars, uh, you know, if you can get a slipstream on a rival, then that really does provide you an overtaking opportunity. And it got incredibly close, didn't it, on that final lap for Leon Köhler in 177. He just made a very slight error uh, towards the back end of the Porsche curves, and that meant that Larry Tenvorda took the victory. But uh, a brilliant display and a really good uh, advertisement for Carrera Cup racing around Europe yeah. and a little bit further afield too.
0: I would, uh, I'd really like to do that race one time in the future. Hello Porsche. Uh, Johnny Palmer and John Hightower were in the Global Broadcast Centre for that. Stay tuned to RS1, Haggerty, Radio Le Mans for the 88th running of the Le Mans, 24 hours. It's all here, lock it in, leave it. There's no need to change, warm up road to Le Mans and the big race all happening live around the world on RS1. Haggerty, Radio Le Mans.
1: This programme is a Radio Show Limited production.
0: Tell your friends there's more at RadioLe